Welcome to the Simplified Marketing Podcast. Straight talking ideas to grow your business. Hello and welcome to the Simplified Marketing Podcast, Grow Your Trade, the show that aims to help you grow your business. Don't forget, you can find out more about the show at marketingsimplified.co.uk and you can get in touch by emailing hello at marketingsimplified.co.uk. Now, as always, my name is John Lawley and I'm your web wizard. I'm Georgia and I'm your brand guardian. And my name is Andrew Black and I help get trades off the tools. Today, we're talking about video fatigue or probably for most people, Zoom fatigue. Obviously, since March um, last year, we have all been on Zoom or some other messaging or video chat quite a lot. A lot of people are getting quite bored of doing this, especially during things like networking meetings. So if you are a trade or if you are somebody who takes part in a lot of these networking meetings, how do you keep engaged throughout this? Should you start keeping engaged or uh, like a lot of the different people have been dropping off and exiting those meetings and finding ways not to take part? So Georgia, what's been your experience of things like this? Well, I'll be honest, it's been a real shame what I've been seeing the last few months. So I work with a lot of trades and I'm actually a part of a networking group where um, a third of the 65 members are solely trades. And for the last nine months, uh, in speaking to them, some of the clients, some of the good friends, there's been a real struggle because sitting on Zoom for three hours for a meeting is not the trades day to day. And they're used to being up and active and out on different sites. And it's been a real challenge. And, um, you know, you and I, John, we sit at a screen most of our lives. So as much as we probably aren't completely um, blown away by spending even more time sitting at a desk, we're kind of used to it. But I really do feel for the trades that are struggling. And actually, I'm seeing a lot of them leave their networking organisations because they are struggling so much. And, you know, I'll come back when, um, you know, we're all back face to face, which, let's be honest, it could be quite a long time. Now, the reason I'm so devastated about this is because I know full well that those guys have built their businesses and are doing really well because of the help they've had from the other people in the group. So for the listeners that have never done networking before, the power in networking is in joining organisations where you're building relationships with people. And that actually takes quite a long time. Um, It can take years, actually, to really get to know other members properly and and for other members to understand your business enough that they can put you in front of your ideal clients and the kind of people and jobs that that you want. So where I'm finding this really sad is that those trades are happy to walk away from um, these networking groups because they hate Zoom so much. Um, And they're kind of ending, ending relationships, really, with people that have helped them grow their business and that if those seats then get taken by another trade those relationships are going to be built up and actually that trade that has left the organization may not get the opportunities that they did before I think it's a dying chain Um, and I've been really trying to empower my trades guys to stick it out because there's they're they're still getting lots of work and they're still um turning up and they're giving been given the opportunity to build the relationships online in one-to-one zoom calls and um, you know, maybe some of them social distance meetings when we've been out of lockdowns. Um, but yeah, I, I see the struggle. I really feel for them. And as their brand guardian, I'm really trying to empower the ones that I feel could benefit so much when we come out of this to stay. Um, I believe you guys have had kind of some similar experiences, John, in, in one of your networking groups that you're a part of with some of the trades. Well, yes, absolutely. Because, you know, if, if you're on a networking meeting, you probably are going to as a a lengthy meeting, which would usually in person would have been, you know, two, three hours, probably a whole morning. 
um, where you actually get to meet people in person. You create those amazing relationships. You get to build your business. And that, that's how you bring in a lot of the referrals and new business for your actual company, keep you going. When you switch to online, it means that you have to mirror that, but through a camera like we're doing here, I suppose, in certain respects. Um, you know, those meetings suddenly turn into two or three hours sat looking at a screen. Um, a few of the kind of stand-up points I think that I've seen are the different, you know, you get a view into someone's house, of course. Um, but from a branding perspective, I suppose, in certain ways, and you know, I'm sure that you can, you can pick up on this, Georgia, people are using all different devices, phones, watches, tablets, PCs, um, you know, laptops, et cetera, to do this. But what about the background? You know, how, how are you, how, what kind of view of that person's house are we getting? Is it clean and tidy? Um, are you wearing appropriate attire for that business meeting? Are people fidgeting? Are people not looking at the screen? Are people out in a vehicle? Are people all around the place? Um, it, it kind of doesn't project that professional method. And there are some different you know, ideas that you can use to, um, to make it a better experience, um, such as, you know, having a glass of water, making sure you're keeping hydrated making sure you've got a window open in certain circumstances so you've got some fresh air and oxygen to keep you awake. But maybe as well using more of a professional background and also as well using maybe a desktop or a laptop rather than a phone. Because on a desktop and a laptop, you can be following along and using things like LinkedIn or professional networks that you can then actually be researching the different people that people are looking out for and actually helping people with recommendations. People can tell on the screen whether you're paying attention or not. I mean, what, what's your view, Andrew? Well, I mean, look, it's very frustrating because it's frustrating for everyone. The transition has been difficult for everybody. I get that. But it wasn't two weeks ago and it wasn't last month. It's been 10, 11 months now. So as you said, Georgia, if people are making money from attending these meetings, but they're going to cut their nose to spite of their face because they can't adjust or adapt to the changes, well, then they probably shouldn't be in business. Because the business world itself changes and adjusts and adapts all the time. Difficult times happen and struggle generally creates success. So it is tricky, it is difficult, and there's lots that can be done. So I totally get that at the beginning, it took three weeks, four weeks, even six weeks for people to get out of the habit of turning up in their pajamas or moving from their bed and their phone to a laptop. And I get that on a bigger meetings, it can be a long period of time. So as, as John said, open a window, have a glass of water, be set up on your laptop so you can be proactive and interactive and look for introductions as we go. But ultimately, it's no one else's responsibility but your own to represent yourself and your business at these meetings. And if you look rubbish and you are portrayed and your reputation is being damaged because your presenting is rubbish and your attitude is rubbish, then that's on you, not the pandemic, not Zoom, not online meetings, you and how you present yourself and your business. And until people take responsibility for what they want, i.e., if it's not for you, don't do it. That's fine. But if you are going to stay and do it, then step up because it's boring and you're dragging the rest of the people down. So it wasn't five minutes ago now, which could be another six months. It could be another year of kind of part Zoom, part meetups, because there's going to be a lot of people that it will take the entire year to vaccinate everyone. And depending what the legislation will be, we could be using this uh, to generate income for, for months and years and decades to come. And frankly, for a lot of the trades, guys, this is a fantastic way to engage with your clients and engage with your customers and present your business well and do a lot of your quotations. You can probably get a 90% accurate quote without leaving your house and saving up to two hours travel by using a format such as WhatsApp, chat, FaceTime, or the Zoom meetings to do that. 
I'm telling you what, you wouldn't turn up for a customer looking like you've half woken up and you're on your bed lying down with your phone. You wouldn't do it. So don't do it with the people that are introducing you to their customers. Doesn't make sense to me. I feel like I may have been slightly chastised there. Um, but those are all great points, I think, Andrew. And, and, and definitely from, you know, from personal experience, I think all three of us have seen um, situations like that. I remember seeing, uh, being part of one business meeting um, with about 50 different people and someone actually took part from their bed. And I'm not sure if they were dressed or not, which um, led to quite a lot of interesting uh, chat comments and WhatsApp messages. Um, but needless to say, that person's reputation then was completely flawed. You know, people aren't necessarily going to be phoning that person out and, and pushing them forward to, for a new business um, when they know that they're answering business calls and, and taking part in, in next to nothing um, underneath their bedsheet. Do you know what, actually, um, something that Andrew just touched on when he said about attitudes as well, and this is something that I don't think many people are thinking clearly about, but branding is more than this design. How you do anything is how you do everything. And whether you're a trade or not, and you're part of a networking organization, the whole point of being there is to help each other. That's what we're there for, that when you give and help others, it will one day come back round to you in a different way, shape or form. But, you know, that's kind of how it works. So where you're getting um, our guys that are jumping ship, actually, if you think about what that says about your attitude um, more than anything else, it's like, I don't like this anymore. I don't want to be here. I don't want to help. So I'm going to come back later when this suits me. But you've got other people within the team that are still that also struggling in business, maybe, and but they're still giving and trying to help others. What that does for their brand, like you're leveling up, up, up and up. We all know that actually your industry, you're in the events industry, for example, and your whole industry has been wiped out. But you're still part of the group. You're still trying to help our trades who are actually the busiest collective in, in the, um, the networking organization and are super busy. Yes, they're hating the Zoom and I, I still totally feel for that like it's not an ideal but they're jumping ship they're they're not pulling their weight as part of the team and then they're saying they're going to come back later when things are a bit better what that says about your attitude and how people then perceive you so all these kind of things all impact your brand too even if you genuinely do feel this is not for me anymore like Andrew said you know I can't do this making a an exit quietly I think would be better than kicking up a big storm and I can't do this anymore and I don't want to be and I'll come back later which I have seen some trades do I don't think fares well for them because that gets remembered and the team feel let down and if as and when you do then decide to come back some of those relationships have been broken because they don't feel you're a team player so I do think that's something to think about as well and again I don't know you guys are part of the same group and so we've got sort of two different networking and groups that have different things going on but I'm guessing there's some similarities with that as well maybe you guys have felt that way about some of the guys and girls that have jumped ship your end well as I said like you know at the beginning I think we all kind of process things at a different way you know whether it's mentally or emotional and totally at that point I understand people's reasons for changing their business or leaving and so on but the ones that are still here it's kind of like well we're all in this now we're all doing it and we're all still presumably generating income so it's worth our while if you're going to do something you might as well give it your your best and if you therefore have the occasional off day, no problem. That's what we're there for. No one expects you to be 10 out of 10, 100% all the time. We, we're all human. We're going to have dips and troughs and peaks and so on and so forth. But it's those moments that, as you said, that the people that have truly stepped up when it has been difficult over the last year to support others and put others first, um, these are the people that I hope will be looked after when it comes around again. So 
if people's businesses have changed or stopped overnight and you won't be able to support them and get them through, totally get it, totally get it. But you've got to kind of represent yourself as professionally and with the best attitude you can 100% of the time. You've got to give that, make that effort, you know? And um, unfortunately, that's one thing that you can control. And that's one thing that's that people are choosing to kind of focus on the negative more often than not, it seems. And also, let's, let's think about the positives of using things like Zoom and, you know, um, WhatsApp and FaceTime and all those bits and pieces. It helps you go around and maybe do more quotes within a small amount of time. All right, it's probably an estimate because you probably need to be there to actually get the right measurements. But if you think about the amount of traveling that people used to do um, pre-pandemic, I remember going out and visiting like four or five different clients during the day. That'd be the whole day taken out, driving across North London or central London or getting on the tube and things like that. Whereas now you can probably segment, you know, 45 minutes or an hour on Zoom, have a short break, and then the next one, short break, and then the next one. You probably have the morning rather than the entire day. And you've saved loads of money from petrol. In the same way, people can be showing you around their own houses uh, different extensions and different work that they need to be doing or interiors, things like that. And those are just a few ideas. So there can be some positives to this if people get past the negatives and start seeing how they can develop their business. And actually, John, just off the back of that, during the pandemic, um, because we've all been forced to have meetings more online, I actually had um, a one-to-one with a commercial electrical company in Kent. Now, I put my entire life savings on the fact, had we not had a pandemic, would I have had a Zoom call with that chap? No, I wouldn't. That chap has since, because we actually really hit it off on Zoom, he, he recommends me constantly on LinkedIn. Um, he's always tagging me in things, which is lovely. And actually, even if we had have been put in contact, we probably would have had a phone call rather than a meet because he was quite far. A phone call, which doesn't build a strong relationship. We had a Zoom call. We saw each other's faces. We were talking. We were um, having a little bit of banter and stuff as well, which helped build up the, the relationship, which made him then feel really confident to start recommending me because also I shared my screen and was showing him work I'd done. He was showing me work he had done. I instantly identified who one of his ideal clients was. And I'd just done some ideal client um, work for a chap that you both know. And I saw the synergy and I put those guys together. And then a week later, I got a text from um, this um, my client saying, thank you so much for introducing. We're putting together a half a million pound proposal now. I would never have put those two guys together had we not been in a lockdown. And I'd had to have had Zoom calls and, and had a chat with this guy that was far away, but I knew could work with my client. Um, and that benefited someone else. And that just made me feel fantastic because I was able to help two people come together. And if our trades can open their minds ever so slightly that we're able then to sit on Zoom, you're able to build your relationships much quicker if you choose to speak this way, then a phone call. And you can just widen your network because you're able to speak to so many more people in such a shorter amount of time because you don't have to travel and waste valuable hours in a day sitting on the M25. And petrol as well. Think of the savings. Um, But thank you very much, guys, for your points there. It's been a very interesting episode. If you have any feedback about anything like this, um, then do get in touch. Hello at marketingsimplified.co.uk. Well, I hope you find this episode interesting. Don't forget to subscribe and tell all your friends all about our amazing faces and what we're talking about on this podcast. And we'll see you next time. That's all for this time. But don't worry, we'll be back with more soon. Stay tuned for new episodes at marketingsimplified.co.uk.